Finally, the Earth's temperature is getting hotter and hotter. The sea levels are rising. The ice sheets are shrinking. And I'm not a scientist, but I do believe everyone can use their skill set to do their part. Entrepreneur Kim Kardashian has unveiled an invention to help save the planet a bra with built in faux nipples. Yes. Yes. The Skims Ultimate Nipple Bra goes on sale Wednesday our time. 10, 10% of all of the profits will be donated to an environmental charity. International Correspondents with NZI Insurance. Peace of mind for New Zealand business. Why do you want faux nipples? This might, is there something, is this a new thing? Is it good to have faux nipples? Well, what's, what, what? International <laughs> Correspondents with NZI Insurance. Peace of mind for New Zealand business. Maybe our 6PR Perth Live presenter, Australia correspondent Oliver Peterson, will have the answer. Any suggestions, Oliver? I don't know oh. if you're an expert when it comes to... <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jack. It's not, not really not really my brief at the moment. It hasn't really taken off in Australia. Well, no, brief is the right word there, I would have thank thought. Thank you. Yeah. Is it a New Zealand thing, is it? Is this what you know you're all interested in uh, over there because you lost the World Cup? Well, uh, steady on. <laughs> yeah, I see. Anything to get a little dig in there. Look, anything to distract us is probably a good idea at the, at the moment moment to be honest um oliver but anyway um hey the eu deal uh, as we've just reported has collapsed yeah. it's interesting because the new zealanders pushed ahead with an eu deal last year i spoke to the ag minister at the time and he said we mm. think this is as good as it's going to get the aussies decided to persevere but the final deal wasn't good enough no and look they've been negotiating for five years did you make concessions on the idea of feta parmesan prosecco yep. did you say you wouldn't say we won't do it yeah uh, what, what do you call it now instead uh, I think it's in 30 years. We've just got to okay. come up with a new name. Yeah, I think I think I think we're allowed to call it Feta. I'm just going off the top of my head here. Yeah, I think right. we're allowed to keep some of those regional names for a bit longer, for but then while. in the future, yeah, we have to get rid of them. But see, yeah. everybody's been calling you know sparkling wine forever champagne, and I yeah. know the French get upset by it, but you know, big deal, big sook. But it's interesting here. This is more to do with access that the Australians or lack of access that Australian beef producers and the like are able mm. to get to the EU. So I think this has been five years so far. They didn't even sit down at the table in Osaka. They didn't even get to the table to say, let's sign this off. You know, what's going to happen here? I think we just look at your model, obviously, in New Zealand and say, can we just do the same thing? And and hopefully we can sign it up. But at this stage, no deal. And will we come back to the table? We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, see, it's tricky because I, th- I think when you're dealing with the Europeans as well, because they have all those different interests, right? All of the yep. different interests of the various EU member states, which means that actually trying to get everyone on the same page can be so tricky. But uh, yeah, I guess we'll wait and see what happens. How are you feeling about Edie Jones? I'm really angry. And, and you know, listeners, of course, here will realise that I'm probably one of the only people in Australia who stood by him, even throughout this whole process, when they thought that he was going to jump ship and coach Japan. Because ultimately, and I still stand by this, there is nobody else. Mm. And there is nobody else when they were trying to undertake massive reform in Australia. Look at the cold, hard facts. There is one Australian franchise that has a win-loss record of 40% against any New Zealand franchise in Super Rugby. The other four are absolutely hopeless, and they have a 20% win rate when it comes to Australian Super Rugby teams yeah. taking on New Zealand Super Rugby teams. So that's the state of play. Like We can lament the fact that you know Australian rugby isn't what it was, and it isn't. And it's not going to get any better with what we're doing. 
doing. So Eddie Jones was mm. almost promising the world and was promised the world. Obviously, this has broken down and it's been a spectacular failure from the top down. The chairman and the CEO should be resigning, to be perfectly blunt about it, because ultimately Jones was brought in to fix a, a structural issue which could not be turned around. I said at the time to Heather that it was like the Titanic already sunk and Eddie Jones got on board and now he's abandoned. Where does Australian rugby go? I really do not know. Thank God we got the British and Irish Lions tests in two years yeah. and the World Cup in four years. But will we even have teams that are competitive enough, you know, to, to actually put bums on seats and there'd be a level of interest in rugby union in this country? It is so disappointing. Can, can I just offer you my two cents? Not that it's really worth Please. anything, but as a, as a proud Australian citizen, I, I, I lament the fact that we don't have a more forceful opposition when it comes big to time. the Low every year. Um, I, I think Australia rugby's big problem is that it is such an elite sport now. It has complete, become completely disconnected from, from, from normal working Correct. people at, at the big grassroots. And, and the fact that they still have a lot of those games behind paywalls and stuff, and you've got to, you know, mm-hmm. like, you just nailed it. Yeah. And, and unless, unless, you're never going to compete with rugby league unless no. you can bring in some of those, some of those communities, I reckon, eh? Big time. And the other thing on that just quickly is the fact that, like you said, the top brass, they're all the private schoolboys, yeah. and I'm a former private schoolboy myself. They, ha- they have not appealed to, as you say, the working class. And the fact as well that anyone who's got any talent at the age of 15 or 16 is now snapped up by the NRL and they're yeah. playing their train rugby league. And guess what? It's now a more exciting game than rugby union. Of course it is. It's a much more exciting product. I totally agree. Anyway, um, hey, there's been a, a recall of, of milk uh, because yeah. of the coli scare. Yeah, this is a bit scary. Sold in New South Wales and Victoria. We're talking about a two-litre milk, both offered in full cream, light skim milk varieties. The E. coli coli has been discovered. It's a particular brand which is sold through our major supermarkets of Coles and Woolies. We don't know how this has happened. They haven't given any further details, uh, but they've also said Tempo Milk that you need to be aware of it. Um, Food Stands Australia New Zealand issued the recall notice on Friday. So they're dated 31th, 31st of October and the uh, 2nd of November. So that's that's a real concern. Don't know how it happens. Yeah. Okay. Hey, thank you so much for that. Really appreciate your time as always, Ollie. That is uh, Oliver Peterson from 6PR Perth. For more from Heather Duplessy-Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.